Jason Linford. Today I wanted to share with you guys a something that actually popped up in my news feed as you know those uh, things on Facebook you get to remember things on this day you know in years past. Well an old post of mine popped up and it had a quote in there that's been on my mind for the last few days. I haven't been able to actually shake the thought of what it is that this quote is about. It's by Viktor Frankl. And he says that we detect rather than invent our missions in life. I like his use of words there. Each of us has our own compass or conscience that makes us aware of our own uniqueness and our, our contributions that only we can make. He goes on to say, everyone has his own specific vocation or mission in life. Therein he cannot be replaced, nor can his life be repeated. Thus everyone's task is as unique as his specific opportunity, opportunity to implement it. Those words just hit me really hard because I wonder how many of us are we forego our calling or our purpose in this life because it doesn't fit in a certain box that either we've defined what a purpose or calling should be or whether we have allowed the world to define for us of what that calling or purpose in our life should be. A lot of times we think it's this one big thing that is going to be our life's calling and our life's purpose and that if we haven't found something big that's going to make change the world, then it isn't our life calling. It isn't the pur our purpose. And we aren't able to add value into the world and into other people's lives because it's not the one thing that we think that it should be. Our calling or our life's purpose does not have to be one thing. Oftentimes we think, oh, well, you know, it has to be the thing I do most of the time. Well, most of the time, our purpose, our calling, at least it doesn't start out as being the thing that we spend the most time doing. Sometimes we think it's our job, that we have to go get a job that's purposeful and adds value. And sometimes it's not our job. Sometimes it's a hobby. Sometimes it's a talent. Sometimes it's something we might even stumble upon and we didn't design our path to have certain things be our calling and, and we stumble upon them sometimes. But it doesn't have to be the things that we spend the most time on. It doesn't have to be the things that we spend the most money on. Sometimes our calling and our purpose are the things that fill in the gaps of life. Sometimes it is the things that we spend the most time and money on. And eventually it's the things that we develop into probably spending more time on but it's not always the case. There's a book called The Art of Work by Jeff Goins. 
And after interviewing several people that are doing meaningful work that have had several major life shifts and changes and have very inspiring inspiring lives, he interviews them and, and documents their lives and he finds out what they term as giving themselves purpose, like what they do that, that gives them fulfillment and purpose. And he really comes to a couple of conclusions as, as he writes this book. One is that we are evolutionary beasts, and as we gain more knowledge, our aim tends to elevate, and our purpose and our calling tend to change over time. And that's okay. Just because your calling is one thing or another thing doesn't mean that it can't change over time. The other thing is he coins the phrase, a portfolio life. Meaning that most of the time our lives are multifaceted and that we have purpose or a calling to do something in more than one area and to do more than one thing. You know, I think in the fairy tale life, we have one purpose that we go out and we pursue and we change the world and that one purpose and that one calling. We always knew from the time we were little that that was the thing that we were always supposed to do. But if we're honest with ourselves, we know that that rarely happens. Most of the time, we figure out our calling by by making mistakes and finding ourselves in circumstances that we wouldn't have necessarily put ourselves in to have aha moments and to have learning experiences that give us insight into what our purpose and our calling is. And that's why it's so important to make choices that put us out of our normal circumstances, that take us out of our comfort zone so we can figure out where we belong, what we belong doing. I don't think, I don't think we should diminish the things in our lives that provide value because they are not the one big thing. We've all been we've all been sold to the world that this is beautiful, pretty package that we're supposed to be looking for, and that's not really what our calling and our purpose is about. The other thing too that I think happens is you know as Viktor Frankl said, we don't invent our missions in life; we detect them. But what I see happening a lot in the world today, and especially things like social media and news and, and just in everyday conversation, I see a lot of broken detectors out there. Because here's the one thing about our mission in life and our purpose and our calling. It's never going to be a negative one. Our, we're never going to find our purpose in life is to going to be to making people feel bad about themselves. Our purpose in life is never going to be causing destruction or chaos or misery or hopelessness. That's never what a purpose or a calling is. A purpose and a calling is usually an inspiring thing. It's usually inspired by positive and uplifting motives and inspirations. Never by negative ones. And I see all around me people that are operating in a, in a manner that doesn't allow their detectors to find that purpose, their missions in life. They have what I call a broken detector. It, it, it can't, they can't find what's good when all they are using is negativity and bad. Now, here's the thing. A lot of you might say, well, you know what? 
I'm a pretty positive person. It's just this one thing that sometimes I get a little negative on. Or is this this one thing that just really bugs me and I got to say something. And this one thing that there usually is or a few things that usually is that cause you to be a negative thing, we think as humans that we can compartmentalize our values and our virtues. And the, the, the truth of the matter is we can't. We can't compartmentalize our negative moments and our positive moments. They all equal a sum total. Regardless of whether you try to compartmentalize them and putting them in their own separate boxes, they all, at the end of the day, come to a sum total. And the hard part about this is our negative moments, the things that we use and negativity and we perpetuate our our negative side, whether it's through words or actions or even thoughts, those take up more space than positive ones. Negative thoughts and negative actions take up more energy. They suck more out of us. And the really sad and tragic things is the negative things that we spend our time on, whether it's a Facebook post or a conversation or just even a thought towards somebody, is those negative things tend to have lingering effects. Not just on ourselves, but on our relationships and our lives in general. And like I said, at the end of the day, they, they come to a sum total. It's not like you can say, well, you know what? I'm just about political people. I can be really negative and talk really negatively about this leader or that politician or this politician. But in my the rest of my life, I'm going to be a positive, uplifting person. It's not how it works. And we're selling ourselves a bill of goods at snake oil that we're selling ourselves if we think that we can live a productive and value-added, fulfilled life if we're going to compartmentalize and be okay with that. Compartmentalizing, what it does is it robs us of the ability to detect our missions. The other, about two Christmases ago, we bought my son a um, metal detector. So he could, you know, our idea was he could go to parks and different places and use his metal detector and find hidden treasures, right? <laughs> and what we, reality was that very rarely do people lose their treasures, but... The idea was when we first started going and using it, it wasn't working very well. It wasn't detecting very much. It went off very rarely, if ever. And we got in and started looking at it a little bit more detail. And they had placed a piece of plastic over one of the um, the sensors that detects metal. They did place one of the plastics probably for protection for um, for shipping and things like that for to make it so it didn't break. But in the process of that being covered, it still would go off. It seemed like every time we had a sprinkler head, it would go off. But that's about it. It didn't get anything under the surface. It didn't get anything deeper than just what was on top of the, of the grass. And we realized that as soon as we took that off, it was going off all the time. 
And it was getting things that were one and two and even sometimes deeper feet deep into the ground on the beaches. We were able to dig down and, and get things that were further down underneath. And I think that's what happens sometimes with the detectors that we have when we're trying to define fulfillment or, or purpose and calling is that we don't even realize it. But when we compartmentalize our lives and we rationalize certain actions that take us away from our best self, when we are taking our self off of the mountain of highest potential and we're taking ourselves down to a lower summit, we it's the same thing as putting this piece of plastic on the sensor of our, of our detector. We're not able to get as deep and fulfilling a purpose in our lives because our detector's they may not be fully broken, but they're not working to their best of their ability. And the problem with that is when when our detectors, when our lives are not in accordance with finding our highest good, when we are allowing negativity to take the place of positivity in any area of our life, what we're doing is we are drastically reducing the amount of benefit that we can receive from our callings and from our purpose. And oftentimes it prevents us from finding them altogether. So what to take away from this today? Well, for me, it's to check yourself. Question yourself, ask yourself, am I negative in any area of my life? And if I am, what story am I telling myself to justify that negativity? And then ask yourself this, is that worth me harboring that, keeping my little box compartmentalized over there with a nice little bow on, a rationalization bow on it, saying, you know what, it's okay to be negative about this. It's okay to gossip about this person. It's okay to hate that one thing. It's okay to not forgive this. It's okay to be ungrateful for that. But everything else, you know, I'm a pretty grateful person. I'm a pretty forgiving person. Ask yourself, is it worth sacrificing Fulfillment? Is it worth sacrificing the purpose, the value, the impact that you can add back into the world and have it be so big and so profound that it bounces back and increases and continues to elevate your aim, your goals, your life? Thanks for listening to the Powered Life Podcast today, guys. If you enjoy what you hear, you enjoy any of these, feel free to share them. You can subscribe, leave a review. I love to get feedback so I can make this better for you. The more you comment and you give feedback and you subscribe, the more chance other people have to hear the same message and we can all join in this journey together. Again, thanks for listening and you guys have an empowered day. Thanks. listening to the Empowered Life Podcast. Feeling inspired and want more of Jason? Be sure to visit jasonlinford.com or come say hi on Facebook at Coach Jason.